0: This is Andy Lopez, and you're listening to Don't Panic, It's Organic. On today's show, we're continuing from last week. Uh, No difference between organic food and chemically grown food? Really? Listen to what I have to say, part two. The music you hear in the background is called Garden Growing Music. And um, at the end of the show, I'll play the whole thing as entirely for you. Last week I talked about um, the article that I saw in the LA Times concerning a study that studied other studies and they all came to the same conclusion. There's no difference between organic food and chemically grown food. And so I, last show I basically talked a little bit about what's so wrong with that. And then the more I thought about it, the more I came up with. More reasons why it was wrong. So I'm just going to read to you from the, artic- the second part of the uh, article. As you know, I write a column for the Surfside News. And, of course, I put it on my blog. If you want to read it, it's up on my blog, invisiblegardener.com. If you can't find it, you go to don'tpanicgroworganic.com. Click on the blog. takes you to my blog page. You feel, you'll see my blog up there every week I do a new blog. This is going to go up there today, later on, that's part two of the, what's going on between organically grown food and chemically grown food. And uh, so I'm just going to read it and then I'll talk to you about it as I read it, it's easier for me than to, than to go rambling on. So last week I wrote about a recent study that concluded that there is no difference between organically grown food and conventionally grown food, here is part two. This study looked at around 300 studies. It should be mentioned that these studies were mostly studies of other studies and that very few actually grew anything themselves. Those that did grow the food themselves were flawed, in my opinion. Here's why. First off, the studies did not grow their own. These researchers were not farmers, let alone organic farmers. They assumed that by merely picking a plot, dividing it up into two sections, one organic and one conventional, and then buying plants from one source and then growing them according to each system would be okay, right? Sounds simple, right? Wrong. Wrong. Problem number one, the plants. Perhaps someone should have told them that there's a big difference between plants growing via different systems and that the plants they bought in the nursery we not the same quality plants that, that you get when you start them from organic heirloom seeds that have been grown organically for centuries. These plants will act differently if grown in dead soil and would not get any nutrients from these types of soil. Same is true for chemically grown plants. They would start off weakened and would never get the proper nutrients, and therefore would not show any nutrients other than what was given to them. In other words, if you grow in bad soil, whether you grow organically or not you're going to end up with nothing because if nothing goes in nothing comes out so yeah and if you grow in good soil right if your soil is already healthy and rich it been, hasn't been touched for a long time as you can see that everything's doing really well And you split it up into two things and you say I'm going to grow organically this way and chemically this way the plants should take up the nutrients and it should be almost equal almost because there's still more to it that do it than just doing that Problem number two, which which leads me to problem number two, which is the soil. If these researchers did not amend the soil with compost, the food grown in it would be different than the food grown in in a living soil environment. Let's say that the soil was in good shape, like I said before. Let's say that they picked a piece of land that has plenty of good rich soil. If they plant it in that, then the results of both will almost be the same. They both will have whatever nutrients are in the soil. Actually, the organic side would be able to take more of the nutrients than the conventional side, uh, and that's another story too. Because it's that would be gone to number three, or maybe number four is not even on here. <laughs> but basically, it's uh it's on the next paragraph, so I'll, I'll just keep reading and I'll cover it for you. It says, let's say the soil is in good shape. Okay, let's say that they picked a piece of land that had plenty of good rich soil. If They planted planted, then the results of both will almost be the same. Okay, so um. Uh, they both will have whatever nutrients are in the soil. Actually, the organic side would be able to uptake more of, the nu- of nutrients than the conventional side. But let's assume that they just planted in each plot. Gave one side chemical fertilizers, they said, and the other side organic fertilizers, et cetera. The results will favor the conventional side because on the organic side, organic seeds or organic plants were not used. used. After all, there really is no difference between organic seed and conventional seed. Now is there. So, in other words, they did not buy heirloom organic seeds they should have bought seeds and split them up into both sides okay so the the organic seeds really require soil the proper living soil And this was the next paragraph it says here in the organic system one practices practices sustainability while on the conventional side one cannot be sustainable in the conventional method, soil depletion is a big factor in diminishing food quality and farmers have to use more chemicals and do more damage to the soil than if they were organic, which is sustainable and and one can grow more and more and better quality food while doing less and less damage to the environment. So, let me go over that. See, this is one advantage that you have of listening to me rather than reading the article. Okay, so what I, I'm saying in a long way is a couple of different things, okay? First of all, Um, Here we have scientists who have decided that they are going to grow, assuming that these were the ones that actually did the growing. Remember, the rest of them were just studies of the studies. (laughs) So they assume they just say, okay, we're going to do two plots, and we're going to do it. What what is is there to it? It's really simple. We're going to have one plot over here. We're just going to go out and get some organic fertilizers, and there's another plot over here. We're going to get organic chemical, uh, chemical fertilizers, We'll go to the store and we'll buy one packet of seeds we'll split the seeds up and, and grow that way. That's, that's bad. That's not really what they sh- what they should have done is they should have gone out and gotten two farmers, a conventional farmer and an organic farmer. Not just and again, it's not just any conventional farmer or any organic farmer because most of them don't know what they're doing. <laughs> you talk to a lot of organic farmers, and one of the first things I ask them is, "Are you using rock dust?" They go, "What? What is that?" And I go, "You really don't know what you're doing." <laughs> they, they 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 go organic because they they sell it for more. They can sell the produce for more, and that's a scam. And the stuff is up, and it's because if you're an organic, grower, it costs you less and less every year to grow more and more, not more. Not like the conventional the people which cost it more and more every year. Chemicals are very cheap. And they cost it costs it more in a lot of ways in the, the soil and, and the environment and all these things. And they can grow less and less. And they have to move on to another piece of property once they uh, destroy that one. But it really has a lot to do with if you get a good organic farmer that's been growing organically all their lives, and maybe they grew up on a farm with their parents, and they've learned that the organic system is a, is a process of sustainability. It's a process of building up the soil, constantly building up, doing things that built the soil, putting stuff back in, which you you know not going to get out what you don't put in. We're talking about minerals here. We're talking about living things. It ain't going to happen by itself. So you have to constantly do the right things to increase the microbial activity of soil, to increase... The mineral uptake of the plants. This doesn't happen just by itself. Normally, in nature, you leave it alone, those things should happen. That's what it's all about when we make compost. That's why I talk about compost a lot. So, these farmers have used compost, they learned how to build it up, they learn how to rotate the soil, they learn how to do green manure, they learn how to apply rock dust. These things are not known by the scientists who are doing this study. Okay, and it's the same thing with a conventional farmer. You get a good conventional farmer who knows what they're doing, and, of course, they probably are also our chemists <laughs> because a, a conventional farmer realizes that the soil depletion, so I want to be putting stuff back in. Of course, a conventional farmer doesn't think in terms of rock dust. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. Mostly, they'll go out and they'll get calcium sulfate, uh, all kinds of magnesium uh, chemicals that have all these really strange things, which are basically minerals. They say minerals is minerals. It doesn't make, make a difference where it comes from. Partially right. Okay, but there's a difference and, uh, and eventually I'll get to it someday. <laughs> someday. This is just about this thing. But basically what it comes down to is you have the minerals and the bacteria. They eat The bacteria eats the minerals and then the minerals, then that becomes a, you know, the poop of the bacteria because the, uh, it's in a form. The minerals are in a form that the plants can take. The conventional way it doesn't even rely on the bacteria. It relies on providing enough minerals and enough of this, this stuff that some of it takes. And not, I have yet to meet a conventional farmer that relies on providing you with seventy different, 76, 79 different trace minerals. So if you look at the fertilizer, you'll see nitrogen, potassium, phosphorus, and then it will be like, okay, so I have calcium. Okay, so maybe so I have magnesium, magnesium. And maybe sometimes they might have iron. That's like six. You still need quite a bit more to make up the difference in trace minerals. And every year... The, Year year after year, there will be the food is not as good if it's grown in the same thing. If the if the conventional farmer does not know that he's going through a uh, nutritional de- mineral deficiency, the organic farmer should know that and count on it and plan on it and, and do things that will make it get better and better rather than less and less. So there's a big difference there. So in that study, uh, they didn't apply any of the basics organic practices that that soil needs. To make it really work in organic system, and on top of that, they bought these junky seeds and they grew. Well, yeah, you're going to get junk right out. They're both going to be either nutritionally deficient. They're going to find very little nutrition in either of them. Yeah, that was grown organically. This was grown conventionally. But I would, what I would have done is I would say, okay, let's find a piece of land away from each other because they, the chemicals will always come over to the organic side and will always affect it. So you have organic. You have 10 acres over there and a few miles away, 10 acres over there. And then I, I would have said, okay, I'm, I'm getting an organic farmer to do this one and a, a conventional farmer to do this one. And, and you give the organic farmer, say, 10 years because you really want to be able to prove it. You want to grow it and grow it and do the same, get the results, grow it and do the results, grow it and grow it. And you'll find that every year these, this organic farmer will be producing food and he'll be producing more and more Top quality food, which will, when tested in the lab, will have all the minerals in it, and you, and you'll see that the environmental impact will be less and less because there's no manure being wasted, uh, all of it's being made into compost, everything's being recycled, the whole system is functioning, doing beautiful. You test the food. I bet you go over to the conventional side, and unless and even. Okay, so if the guy's a chemist, right? If if that conventional farmer happens to be a really good chemist, and he says, "Well, we need calcium, we need magnesium, we need phosphorus, we need all the other different trace minerals." If you, you know, if, if, you know, the chemist will say the chemical sources are fine, so he'll be adding the chemical sources. Problem with it is going to be killing the soil. He if he doesn't use compost. You have dead soil there, and the plants will have to rely on whatever they get from the chemist, and some of it will be in there, but not all of it. Not in the, in the amount that nature says you need. And what will happen is that soil becomes so toxic, the environment around it becomes so toxic, he's going to have to let it go fallow. He's going to have to leave it alone, grow something on it that will hopefully regenerate it and come back to it later. And you can't tell me that that food grown on the conventional side is equal to the food grown on the organic side in terms of nutrition. You cannot tell me that because it's not true. If they did it for 10 years, they would have found this is getting worse, this is getting better. Okay, and then there's, a, there's problem number three. None of the studies mention GMO. Actually, GEO foods. I'm betting you that they went to the store and they bought genetically engineered seeds. Because a lot of that, that on the market now, whether you know it or not. Okay, that means that these, are, these have been... And, and, there's, and, you know, that's another story too because you find that uh, it's really... You know, GMO is broken up into several different... Uh, uh, categories and this is another area that I can talk about later and I have I have talked about it and it is in my blog the difference it says some GMOs are good and some GMOs are bad you know that's another story that I'd be happy to talk to you about If you have any questions talk to me and happy to tell you about it but basically it comes down to is that sciences have been producing GMO seeds for centuries uh, tomatoes are, that are sweeter uh, lettuces all different kinds of flowers um, and those are GMO uh, because they've, they've been selectively bred or they've been hybridized one way or another. They're, muta- they're genetically mutated. What we need to worry about is GEO when you when you start uh, introducing chemicals into the genes and then we eat that. And so these G- G- genetically uh, engineered seeds are weak. They they will not grow in a good organic environment. They will die off before because there's nothing there. They don't have the the system working for them to. Absorb their nutrients. So, uh, and uh, there's a uh, farmers who use geo, uh, they they cannot use use these uh, seeds if they want to be certified organic. The real problem, of course, is eating Roundup and pesticide. Now, there's two, four Ds in it. Um, but the, the the when it goes, the, the the next paragraph says, yes, I feel the organic farmers are keeping prices higher, and that there should be a should be. But as the public wants more organic food, these prices will go down because a, a good organic farmer can compete with conventional farming prices. Just look at Desmith Valley, which is over 40 organic acres. So if they want to do a proper study, they should do it for 10 years, as I said. Get real farmers on both sides, and then we will see. And so that's the basic policy that, that about this. Because when I started doing this in the early 60s, uh, Every few years, the conventional farmers, the chemical companies, will just put out this nonsense, we did a study, and there's no difference. Of course, what they're really trying to do, and this is something that's just occurred to me the other day. So what is it these people are trying to do? They're trying to say that chemical, of course, they're trying to get you to buy conventionally grown stuff. They say a little pesticide is safe. It's safe. The government says it's safe. What they're really trying to do, and this has just occurred to me since a few days ago, is they're trying to tell you that genetically modified foods is just as good as, as normally as organically grown food. They're trying to sell you this junk because the genetically engineered food has a Roundup in it. And not to mention, you know, everything, all the sugars, everything, almost 97% of the products you buy in the market now are have genetically engineered food in it with Roundup in it. And pretty soon it'll be 2,4-D. Whatever other chemical the company decides to make a deal with, whatever our company, 2,4-D is another company, another chemical by, produced by another company. And Monsanto basically said, "Well, we're getting away with selling Roundup as a as a food pro- food product. So we'll sell you the technology. and You can get away with it too. You can put 2,4-Ds in it. 2,4-D in it, which is a herbicide. And so uh, that's what they're doing. they're, they're trying to get you, get you." to believe that there's no difference between organically grown food and this genetically engineered food. That's what they're trying to sell you, okay? So that's basically the show for today. If you have any questions, you send it to Andy at InvisibleGardener.com. Go to my website, InvisibleGardener.com, and check it out. If you can't find it, then try Don'tPanicGrowOrganic.com. It just means you're spelling either Invisible or Gardener wrong. Gardener is G-A-R-D-E-N-E-R, and invisible is not invasible. It's invisible, like an invisible man. So, and gardener is like you say you have a gardener, you know, <laughs> not James Gardener, but as in a gardener. <laughs> anyway, this is Andy Lopez. You're listening to Don't Panic. It's organic. Uh, I'm going to let you. I'm going to play my song, which is called "Growing Energy." It's 440 megahertz. Bye now. Happy growing organically, of course. Bye.